Welcome to the Brief on Grief. As always, I am your host, Walter Sanderson, and I am so glad that you decided to join us yet again for another episode on the Brief on Grief. Well, if you haven't had a chance to check out the last episode, I want you to please do so because we talked about how people grieve and what people go through after a divorce or after the end, I should say, of a long-term relationship. And I talked about on the last episode, the grief of divorce and how that grief is mismanaged and it's mishandled. And a lot of times it is just simply misunderstood. And so if you haven't had a chance to check out the last episode, please do so. Please check it out on my podcast, The Brief on Grief, which is on Spotify and iHeart. And of course, you can catch it on my YouTube channel. And I want you to please share and subscribe and let somebody know about the podcast. But for this episode on The Brief on Grief, I want to deal with the grief of picking up the pieces. I want to deal with the grief that people have sometimes in trying to figure out how do I go on? And it's a a question, if we're honest, it's a question that we not only have of how do I go on just because we lose somebody we love, but it's a recurring question that you will find yourself having and other people having when the marriage is over? How do I go on when my long-term relationship is over? And as I do in my one-on-one counseling sessions, and by the way, if anybody you know, or if you are ever interested in a private session in person or virtually, you can always inbox me or email me at the brief on grief podcast at gmail but as i do in my counseling sessions i want to begin this episode by asking someone who may be grieving while picking up the pieces i want to ask you how are you feeling on today if there was a scale of one to ten what would that number be and my hopes is is that that number or your way you are feeling on today is closer to 10 than it is the number one. And, and if that's the case that you're kind of low on that scale, this episode here is designed to help you and somebody, you know, during your grief. It's also important to remember that the process is not to get over but the process is always to get complete. And you may have a question like, how do I do that? You said to get complete, Walter, but how do I do that? And we do that, you and I and other people we may know by accepting the unrealized hopes that may have been attached to the marriage or the relationship. We do that by realizing the dreams and the expectations that I may have had for 
the relationship. And it's also important to remember that as we strive to become complete, even during the divorce, even during the end of a long-term relationship, even through all of the grief, you want to create fences around your heart and not create walls. And this only happens when we take the necessary time to evaluate the damage that has been done to us emotionally, the damage that has been done to us psychologically from the past relationship or marriage. This is the reason I tell many people when in counseling sessions that it's never ideal to just dump, jump into a new relationship right after a divorce or a breakup. Because you want to take a moment to understand and evaluate the damage and also what we should be looking for, because sometimes the damage that's done to us, especially emotionally, puts us in a place where we feel like we cannot trust anybody ever again. We feel like we may no longer even want to attempt to do or be involved in a romantic relationship. And, and, and there is a song um, titled One Man and the lyrics simply state this, that one man can make one woman hate all men. And I would say that that is a definitely true, especially when the end of the marriage or the relationship was very difficult to deal with. And I don't want to leave out the men who may be tuning in saying, hey, you just jumping on us. But the reality of it is there is a man out there that may be saying one woman can make one man hate all women. And the effects of what we feel, you know, you and I and endure through all of the words of hate and the heartbreak, it is simply the grief of the ending of a relationship. And it can definitely impact and affect your desire to love again. And even going beyond that, it can put us in a place of pessimism where instead of seeing the good in future relationships and seeing the good in possible opportunities and potentially other people to get involved with, you and I simply start to look for the worst that could happen. And, and most notably, one of the things you want to look for after leaving a relationship or a marriage is you want to evaluate, most importantly, the hit that your self-esteem may have taken as a result of the breakup. And here is what I mean by that. There are sometimes I need to really evaluate because I feel like maybe I question who I am. I, I question my value. I question my worth. And sometimes you need to take a moment to be alone. And in that time of alone, maybe speak to somebody professionally, speak to somebody pastorally, speak to somebody confidentially, but, but it's important to speak to an individual 
as we begin to restore life as we once knew it and repair the areas that were damaged as a result of the end of the relationship or our marriage. You know, I once heard someone say that healing and being alive sometimes requires us having to kill off the things that we will want invested in. That sometimes throwing away some things and, and getting away from some people and, and some things that we despise um, or we once cherished are necessary to cope with the grief that we feel. I also heard a pastor one time say this, and I don't think it could have been said any better. He said, it is better to feel the pain of separation than the pain of staying in a relationship and a marriage and wasting more time. So, you know, this, this, this grief from divorce, just like losing a loved one and sitting at the bedside of someone that is passing away, this grief is difficult to handle at times. It's, it's, it's better for us to get to a place where we can look back and at least see that it was a positive to get out of a situation but that doesn't minimize the time we've spent and the time wasted that many of us feel and the pain we endured during that relationship. And know this, that sometimes my grief is magnified because I did all I could do in the relationship. And in the end, it wasn't my fault that I did all of the fighting and I was fighting alone. And so for this episode, I wanted to talk to somebody who is dealing with the grief of how do I go on, the grief of picking up the pieces. And so you may ask, how, how do I move on? And how do I pick up the pieces? How, how do I start this difficult process? And I'm here to tell you, it is simply one by taking it one moment at a time one day at a time, but finding a way to turn your negatives into a positive. And I say this in my counseling sessions with individuals, that the process is what I call the what process and not the why. That we want to ask the questions of what and not questions of why. Because most of the times the why questions are what many of us ask and seek because we, we believe we, we need or we need answers because we feel in some way it will bring some closure. And while closure and whatever capacity that may be is helpful for some, I want to remind you it is most important for us to not get over, not important for us to get what we deem as closure, but, but two and both of them, the getting over and the closure should be focused on us getting complete. And, and it's the what questions 
not the why questions that will aid in the healing as we cope with the grief of trying to pick up the pieces. So let me help somebody. What, what are those what questions? Well, number one, one of those questions should simply be, what have I learned from this situation? What have I learned from this relationship? What have I learned from this marriage that ended in divorce? What did I learn about the other person? What did I learn about my worth? What did I learn about the time I spent? And, and at times, the focus is what did I learn about me? What did I learn in regards to my standards and those standards that I may have reduced to preferences? What did I learn about me and learn from this relationship about my value and my worth? What did I learn about me or in this thing that is now over or the thing I've lost? What did I learn about some things that were important to me, but most importantly, what did I learn about me puts me in a place of self-identity and self-awareness. It is said that the greatest lie that is ever told to you and I is not the lies that other people tell us, but the greatest lie that you will ever be told is the lie that we tell ourselves. And Although I know it's tough and I know it's difficult, I believe that getting complete is definitely possible, especially as we grieve over the divorce, grieve over the relationship, grieve over how do I pick up the pieces and how do I go on? And also know that although it may be difficult, endings in life, whatever those endings may be, are most of the time and a lot of times required for us to keep living, to keep living our best life. And so thank you for each and every one of you that listen to the podcast on a weekly basis. Those of you that tune in for this episode of how do I pick up the pieces and how do I go on? I want to tell you, as always, if you know somebody that this episode may be helpful to, please share it. And I will ask you again to please subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel. And as always on the Brief on Grief, you know our saying, we always know someone that is grieving something or somebody and that somebody might be you. Thank you for tuning in. For this episode on the Brief on Grief. And I'll see you next time.